The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Now, my next item is, as I say, slightly more serious. So this week, a US tourist suffered a serious assault near Talbot Street in Dublin, and a man in his 30s was also the victim of a serious assault in Dominic Street in Galway. And these attacks, you may have been following this in the news and on social media, a lot of concerns about antisocial behaviour, violence on our streets, especially in the inner city of Dublin. And joining me to discuss this now, I've got Fiona Sheen, ardent editor of The Independent, whose offices are actually on Talbot Street, and he's writing about this topic, of course, in, in the paper this weekend and Catherine Lynch, comedian, who's also based in Dublin city centre. Fionn, first of all, you work in the inner city. Have you seen evidence of an increase in antisocial behaviour in, in recent times? I mean, literally, this American tourist was attacked uh, across the road and around the corner, not 50 metres from the, the front door of our office. It's a, it's a place I, I, I pass by uh, every single day when, when I go into work. Um, and you're not surprised when you hear this. You're kind of right. you're kind of shocked. But you're looking at the area, especially since COVID-19, and the the manner in which it just seems like the, the streets of the north inner city have become a bit more, more feral, you'd have to say, right. uh, during that, that time period. And this is a great area. I mean, it's... it's uh, a super old, historic Dublin area, full of, full of lovely people uh, who who live there. Great place to get to in terms of a, 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 a transport hub. Really lovely uh, shops. With some are old, some are new. Great restaurants and, and pubs uh, and everything. And, and that 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 mix of of office blocks and and people who are living there traditionally. Great work being done in the area. You just have to look at the the, the redevelopment of of St. Mary's Mansions, uh, up in Sean McDermott Street and regenerating that, that area. Uh, and then at, at the same time, we've got the, the darker side of the north inner city where it doesn't really feel like it's a safe place to, to be anymore. Right. Now, look, it's a city centre. It, it was never the kind of place where you'd be, you'd be sauntering around and, and not aware yeah. of your circumstances. But definitely there has been a change in, in tone uh, mood and perception in this area uh, over the over the last couple of years, and it does seem like an element of lawlessness uh, has has kicked in there. And even during dark times uh, for this area, uh, like the the economic downturn of of over a decade ago, the gangland feud, which was basically that was that that whole area uh, within a, a square mile, witnessed so many of those those murders. Yeah. Even at that time, it it felt safe safer yeah. because it felt that you felt that the state was responding. You felt that there was a visible policing presence on the street in response to what was happening. That the state was standing up and saying, "We will not concede this ground uh, to to criminal drug gangs uh, who are gun toting." And there was that that the response, which proved quite to be a successful policing response. But in this case, you'd have to say, uh, over the last couple of years, we haven't seen that response. Right. And I don't pin the blame uh, uh, by any means uh, on, on the Gardaí. Uh, I, I think their resources are just so stretched at this point that it's not possible to have that, uh, that visible policing presence uh, on the streets of the north inner city. Right, but the whole atmosphere has changed, now you're saying, in a sense, is and people feel less safe as they walk in that area, which, as you say, is, is a terrible shame. Now, you mentioned that the dreaded pandemic. Do you think that's part of it? I mean, obviously, 
things have changed hugely in the past year or two anyway. These are young people, I guess, who who maybe uh, suffered more in the pandemic. What do you think is going on with regard to the post-pandemic world that we live in? I think during the, during the pandemic, we, we actually saw if, if you're... If you were in and out uh, of the area, it, it went dead quiet, uh, I suppose, during the pandemic. You no longer had people coming into the city, to the, to the city centre. Uh, offices uh, and workplaces were, were, were closed down. So it, it definitely got, got far quieter. I was in a job in, in journalism where, you, you know, you were still uh, moving about uh, quite a bit uh, during, the, during the pandemic. So you, you, would, you would witness uh, that uh, even though you wouldn't necessarily be in there on, on a on a daily basis, the activity has returned now, though, to the to the, to the city centre. That the very there's very busy thoroughfares uh, down through that that spine of the north inner city, from from uh, the the point uh, up to Connolly Station, up to to O'Connell Street, uh, and and beyond. Yeah. So is, is, is it a numbers game in the sense that possibly there's more and more people around? Is there? Are more and more people going into the area, and then? As a yeah, but th- th- there also just seems to be now uh, kind of gangs of young lads just around yeah. the place, be it on 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 bikes or or scooters, uh, hanging around up and down, and there's, there's a, f- a feeling of menace around the place. Look, there was always uh, I'll, I'll, I'll describe Talbot Street that area uh, this way. There's, there's a lot of character to it. You would often see. Uh, incidents around there and and scraps and fights uh, and altercations breaking out that that you wouldn't necessarily get in, in other parts uh, of of the city, uh, but but nonetheless it it didn't necessarily feel that that it was unsafe uh, as as a result of that. Uh, I I do think that that mood has has very definitely changed right. uh, in the last couple of years as the city has become more more populated. I mean. But there's a very different dynamic to that the north inner city to, to the, the the opposite uh, side of, of the river. I was based for 10, 15 years over near yourself in Trinity. Uh, I was in Leinster House, uh, very nice area, very posh restaurants uh, and and so on around around the place. Uh, a lot of tourist uh, destinations and so on. And then on the on the the north inner city, that uh, the dynamic uh, is very different. Uh, the atmosphere in the streets uh, is is very different, and it's an area that has traditionally had a lot of social problems, and and it still very much does. And as a result of that, you you probably do need strength, greater strengthening uh, of of both community resources and right. community policing as a result of that. Right now, Catherine, I might bring you in. So you live in the city centre, don't you? Are you feeling more scared lately? Are you noticing a big difference? Um, Yeah, I think everybody is a little bit um, more aware when they're walking the streets of Dublin than they used to be. But I suppose you know, as a scientist, that violence, I suppose, like all human behaviour, is controlled by the brain. So we have to get to the source of this. And it's a lot of young people on the street. And we need to just get in and change the mindset at a very young age. We need to you know, really get into the into the education system and get them in national school and anybody can go out and hurt somebody with their lack of courage. They need to be the heroes of their own destiny, that they have the power to change direction and they need to, you know, push these minds into uh, changing patterns that they have, you know, that, that life's given them, that's yeah. thrown a terrible curveball at these poor youths who have been, you know, born in. I know what, what, what has happened to the poor American man 
is just the most yeah, awful thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really highlighting the amount of violence that is on the street. And he's only one that happens, you know, on a daily basis. I live in Temple Bar. I have come across dead, uh, you know, homeless man there only two years ago, you know. Um, I have come across so much violence on the streets. And it's, it's, it's really, we are creating the animal again. Yeah. You know, community, um, is, communi- community has broken down because of the high prices in rent because there is no community. There's no bohemian community. There's yeah. no young fellow walking into town with his guitar who might influence the fellow on the street who's taking drugs not to take the drugs. And, you know, that sort of stuff. There's no schemes. There's no courses. The housing situation is in a terrible state. Yeah. Oh my God! You Sounds know like what I mean. It it really needs to be the, the core of it is the mind, and the core of it needs to be that we go into the schools and educate these young men and women at a very Definitely. very young age. Yeah. I mean, know? I mean, is there a sense that we've left them behind? I mean, the I pan- think so. Yeah. And the pandemic so must the pandemic must be part of it. So I think the you pandemic know? might have been part of it because it was at a homeschooling. And could, could be part of it, yeah. and maybe that's the age group now that we're talking about that I see anyway on the street. Is, yeah. You know that are, are doing a lot of the ganging up and all that. And they think they're brave and courageous, yeah. but if we could change that. Yeah, I mean, you're right with the biology, because obviously young men, they're entitled to show off and maybe take a wrong turn here or there yeah. and end up in the wrong direction, and they need our support most of all, I think, don't they, in a sense? I mean, I, I remember, I'm, so, yeah. I'm old enough to remember them, if you know remember this, but uh, Tony Blair had a big thing. It was called Tough on Crime, Tough on the Causes of Crime. It was kind of a, yeah. a double approach, and, and what we're talking about is you need to be tough on the causes of crime. There's reasons for these things happening, isn't there, I suppose? Is it, is I think, yeah, and I think me. the cause is what we really need to go into, like from, from the science point of view, yeah. from the from the mind yeah, definitely. we are failing them and if if we need to bring a youth out of a dangerous place we need policing we need you know education we need the parenting we need the community the schemes the courses the jobs the housing you know the dry out centres yeah. so we none of, we have none of that you know no but it's, and it's quite complicated I mean Fiona back to you what, what, what do you think the solution is obviously that's a multifactorial thing what, what would you do immediately because the worry would be this will continue in the next two, three, four or five months won't it that's a big concern so can anything be done in the short term do you think well, there does seem at the moment to be the view that these attacks are being carried out without any consequence to the the chances of any detection is limited, and and the punishment, uh, if it is is laid down, will be will be minimal uh, enough. So that's that's the the, the immediate policing uh, right. issue is is there. Uh, we know that there there have been struggles with guarded numbers, but that that you can't keep blaming COVID nineteen now on that. Yeah. There are retention issue within within the guard either of your recruitment issues uh, as well. That that goes back to to guard management, the government to manage. That's that's what they're 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 there for. But you also have to kind of look at, at post-COVID-19 and in the midst of a housing crisis and a drugs crisis, you also have to say, within the, within the north inner city and look at what else can be done in terms of, of, of strengthening the, the community structures and supports that are there because there are very many uh, very decent, ordinary people living in, in that in that area who are very proud of their community and don't want to see uh, its name being dragged through the mud like this. And what can you do to, to, to help them out? That's right, exactly. Thanks very much, Finan, and also for Catherine. Now, we invited the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, and the Minister for Public Expenditure, Pascal Donoghue, who is the TD for the constituency, to come on the show. Uh, they weren't 
they weren't available, sadly, but the Minister Donoghue's team did give us a statement and he said he is engaging with Minister McEntee ongoing on how they can work together to address issues of antisocial behaviour in the city centre. So obviously very, very well aware of this. Uh, we do, however, have a clip from Leo Varadkar who was on the 6-1 News on Thursday evening and this is what he had to say. All in assault, yeah. unprovoked assault on, on an American tourist. Are there parts of the inner city that are becoming, of Dublin's inner city, that are becoming out of control? Um, I, I wouldn't go that far. You know, I, I'm somebody who's from Dublin, lived in Dublin uh, all my life. Um, uh, but like any city, uh, it has um, a problem with public order offences and violence happens. Um, it's never acceptable. I certainly want to pass on my best wishes to the American gentleman who's been injured, hope he makes a speedy recovery. Um, and when I met the, the young man from Ukraine, really just wanted to express to him uh, my sorrow, what he had to experience uh, as a visitor to our city. But of course, people live in our city. I have to experience this as well from time to time um, and it's never acceptable. Um, there is a strong response from government uh, both in terms of stiffer penalties uh, and also in terms of um, increasing guard, guard resources. So earlier I spoke to the Finnefoil Justice spokesman Jim O'Callaghan and I asked him do we need more guards? Certainly part of the answer Luke is the, the provision of more guardie. I think if you compare Dublin, the city centre of Dublin in comparison to other European cities like we don't have the level of Garda visibility that you'd have uh, in other European cities. And I suppose the advantage of having Garda on the ground and visible is that, first of all, it acts as a deterrent to people who are considering getting involved in criminal activity. But secondly, it provides a sense of security and safety for the people uh, in the area. So, like, more Garda on the street is not the only solution, but I think it has to be part of the solution. And, of course, that gives rise to the issue as, well, where are we going to get more Gardaí from? Because, as you know, we have a recruitment crisis in the Gardaí at present. One thing that's apparent when you, you, you go through the inner city is that you can actually see the heightened level of devastating addiction that has been uh, suffered by people who are addicts. Like I think, from my own experience, it appears to be getting progressively worse over uh, recent years. You can see that there are people who are in a terrible condition because of their addiction. I think that probably confirms that there are stronger drugs coming in. Like if fentanyl comes in, as is the case in the United States, it's going to get even more serious here. But, you know, the the approach and our response to drugs has to be very broadly based. But like at the heart of it, I think, is that we need to inform and warn younger people of the dangers of taking hard drugs. Like a lot of the debate about drugs is talking about making them more accessible for recreational use. But the real focus for policymakers such as myself and other people in the door should be focusing on what measures we can take to reduce the devastating levels of addiction that have been experienced by people who become addicted to heavy drugs. Now, please get in touch with us. Any comments at all about what we've been covering at Anton Savage NT on Twitter, email anton at newstock.com or text us on 53106 at a cost of 30 cents. We'd love to hear your comments. Now, a fair few comments have come in actually on this topic. Uh, from Sheila, Luke, I'll be honest, I don't feel at all safe walking around Dublin City. I even feel safer in London. How have we let things get so bad? And then one last one is um, I bring people into the inner city from the airport and I always advise to be careful of going out at night. I tell them even the dogs walk around in twos. So it just shows you a really concerning issue for many of us. And let's hope uh, we see some progress on this very important topic. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.